Robin, stop. Stop defending Mary. Stop acting like you're not getting the under the stick. Here. I'm not. I'm not. I'm in trouble for trying to accommodate Mary. We gave you last choice. Mary is my sister wife, and I'm always going to try and work stuff out with her, even if it's not easy. Yes, but I'm playing this game perpetually. That's your relationship with her, not mine. I don't know about everybody else, but for me right now, I don't feel like a family. <sighs> me right now. Hey, Huns, It's me, Claire. Um, I'm sorry that you haven't heard from me in about nine, nine months. Um, on the heels of the tall girl episode of Gorgeous, colon, basically a phone call. I think that's what the show is called. Yeah? Yes, it is. Um, I was feeling a little bit overexposed, um, sort of in the grand tradition of Anne Hathaway, Taylor Swift. Uh, the fan response was so alarming, and I was starting to get so much hate on the internet that I thought the only solution here is to sort of disappear entirely. Um, and so I went underground, literally. Um, the place that I escaped to was the Biologique Recherche Spa at the Montage Deer Valley. I've been down here since October. Um, and it's been okay. They let me bring my dog. Um, they have bottled water down here, Pellegrino. Um... I want Topo Chico. I don't know if you guys read that article about uh, what's been going down at the Outdoor Voices corporate office, but I read some hilarious... It was actually sad because it's sad to... No matter... I don't know enough about the internal situation to know whether founder Tyler Haney was a competent leader or not, but um, I did read this, this article in the New York Times that said that sh uh, all of the Outdoor Voices stores were spending something like... $20,000 a year on those uh, number four candles and on Topo Chico. Hey, Rita. Um, I just want to apologize. It's been about 24 hours since I recorded that intro about outdoor voices and Topo Chico and my bunker at the montage. Um, and my mood has changed considerably since then. I was feeling a little playful, and now I feel fearful. Um, I'm someone with an autoimmune disorder, but it doesn't define me. I can't find a clip of Sheena saying I'm divorced, but it doesn't define me. Sorry. Sorry. No, but re I, I'm not worried about contracting an illness myself. If I do, I've recovered from worse, I'm sure. Um... But I feel scared. I feel scared of people running out of food. I feel scared of people who are hoarding food. I don't really understand the toilet paper thing. And I do think this comes up later in the episode. It's like, use a napkin or whatever. I don't know. Whatever. That's beside the point. Um, I was going to delete the bunker stuff. But A, the comedy is too good. Um, and B, I thought it might be interesting uh, to chart the devolution of um, mood as quarantine begins. Um, I opted out of going to work for the next week. Um, maybe it's an unpopular opinion. Um, I don't know. I actually don't know what to think about that one. I, I don't think that a bookstore really needs to be open right now. I don't need to be risking home, hearth, and hand for it. TV exists. 
I watched all four seasons of Catastrophe. I don't want to be too maudlin about all of this. Um, I do feel as if my dog Mars knows something's up. He's being kind of a silly billy. I don't want to belabor all of this. Just know that maybe some of the interjections in the show could be darker than normal in the three episodes that you've heard. Um, and yeah, go to cdc.gov, promo code CLAR. Enjoy. And as always, the audio quality is flawless. I bet it's better with no audio. You just cut out. Are you in the basement or something? Yeah. Can you hear me now? Yeah, but you were cutting out for a second. It's because I had my thumb over the microphone. Okay. In the stew. Well, don't do that. Did you listen to the Sinbad episode of Hollywood Handbook? No, I haven't listened yet. It's so weird. It the was audio wacky. quality is so bad that I was like, like us. <laughs> Oh, my God. Okay, so when I first called you this afternoon, you started telling me about a new episode of Sister. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, okay. So let me catch you up a little. This whole season, the Brown family has (laughs) moved from their cul-de-sac in Las Vegas to Flagstaff, Arizona, because Cody, the patriarch, bought a plot of land in Flagstaff, Arizona called Coyote Pass. He named it that? I don't think so. There was this <laughs> really weird episode a couple of Because it, months... it should be called Cody's Pass. Yeah, Coyote's Pass. Yeah. Yes. There was this... I think I actually told you about this, or maybe I told someone else about this episode. because Oh, I think I Instagram-storied it, and because... Um, there's this really weird scene where the whole family goes and visits this undeveloped property and they all jump into this pond that they keep calling the pond, but it's like a drainage ditch, basically. Ew, like a retention pond? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that. And like all of the kids, the boys, keep like taking their shirts off and jumping in. The girls jump in in their jeans. A place called Coyote Pass. The ultimate goal is to build on that land and get us all back together. This is ours! And then Cody, wanting to be a part of the fun, jumps in to the pond, but he takes all of his clothes off except for his black tidy whiteies. I've seen footage of this, whether it's from you or elsewhere. I think it was me because, okay, so he had to pixel, they pixelated like his penis area. Even though he had underwear on? Well, yeah, and then I asked, or no, I didn't ask about this. Wynn, who is a news producer, just told me that um, they do that because if you have on patterned tidy whities you don't need to pixelate it. But if it's a solid co- color, then the viewer can see the contours of, like, your penis. Here is a bulletin from... Wynn Van Dusen. In Dallas, Texas, three shots were fired at... Cody Brown's penis! Okay, so here I realized that that was sounding fake. Um, and as a journalist, a former a former skincare journalist, plus I went to a Civil War reenactment once, um, and I think that's pretty much it. I wrote an article about pizza bagels once. There was other stuff. Anyway, I uh, I called uh, last week tonight's Win Van Dusen for the real scoop on this, and as you can see, she's very hesitant to be talking about this because she's not alone. How are you? 
Good. I'm calling for something unrelated to the coronavirus. Oh, we love that. What, what is it? <laughs> are you at work right now? Or are you working, no, from, working home? from home? So I'm just watching Trump give a speech. How do you... F- am I interrupting? No, it's fine. Okay. <laughs> the reason I'm calling is because... You know how me and Julia made three episodes of a podcast? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm editing a fourth one right now. Oh, I just got a push notification from The Guardian about Trump. Should I be are watching you? this? No, it's fine. This is going to take 30 seconds of your time. So anyway, it, it was about an episode of Sister Wives that I just watched. <laughs> and do you remember about a month ago? I'm recording you, by the way. I'm a journalist, too. Oh, wow. We love a journalist. Okay. Okay. Do you remember about a month ago when I put up that Instagram video of the dad from Sister Wives, Cody, in his black underwear and they had to pixelate out his penis? <laughs> yes. Can you explain as a news producer why they had to do that? <laughs> no, I can't officially explain that, but I think what I had heard is that uh, dep- that like whatever based on whatever the show's legal team is advising what they can air. If they believe that it shows his genitals, I don't think they would air it, so they would blur it out. <laughs> but I've heard that like if you were wearing a camo bathing suit <laughs> and for whatever reason, you thought that it was defensible to air it for that reason, like, you could, that, then you wouldn't necessarily have to blur it, but that would depend on, like, whatever the show's legal counsel decides. And I would probably think that the Sister Wives, coming from a fundamentalist uh, sect, they, they, like, err on the side of more pixelation? It's more about their their network and like TLC. What, network, what risk their network is willing to take. <laughs> so if they're not willing to take the risk that they could get, you know, some slap on the wrist for showing the outline or like pertaining to show someone's genitals, then I think they would do it. But I hope, don't quote me on this. I'm not a lawyer. I just have like come across this before, I believe. Has it come across it at last week tonight? No. <laughs> no, I just like I've worked at other TV shows, and there's been talk about like, oh, if we have like swimsuit models come on or something, like, what would you have to do? And there's just been talk about about yes, okay. about like certain patterns of of clothing or better at obscuring the shapes under those under the bathing suits or whatever. So you would say like a camouflage or a plaid? <laughs> I would say anecdotally, camouflage is probably. Yeah, <laughs> and we're not talking about like body camouflage and flesh tones. We're talking about like green camo. Yeah, because I think it would obscure the shape more. And I think you might you might be able to find another reality show where men are running around in speedos, and perhaps those speedos oh. are not blurred out <laughs> because they have different patterns. But this isn't like a rule. This isn't written into any books. This is just like a lawyer might have made that call one time, and then they deemed it fine. And that's the precedent that you follow. I don't follow it. I just know <laughs> Thank you so much. Do you have any quick tips for the for the listeners of nine all nine of them? Um, yeah. About uh, wash your hands. Thank you. And uh, you know, think about think about the pattern of your swimsuit. Oh! Right now, so. <laughs> he didn't create this situation of fear. He merely exploited it, and rather successfully. Cassius was right. The fault, dear Brutus, is not in our stars, but in ourselves. Good night, and good luck. To Mary's safe escape from the Brown family compound at Coyote Pass.
And then I cut the uh, I cut the call off there because then we talked about some personal stuff, some health stuff. Uh, Crown Heights is bleak right now, apparently. Um, but anyway, I think what we can take out of that call is that Wynn is speaking as a grand authority. None of this is anecdotal, and she is a lawyer. Back to the show. Oh my god, how does Cody afford this? I don't get well, it. Well, here's the drama. So he bought this property in Flagstaff with no houses on it. He like, they don't strike me as particularly like religious or whatever, but I believe he like had a vision of them all living on this piece of property in Flagstaff, Arizona. Well, yeah. Like in big love, it's like, like all on the same street connected. Yes. But like they have that in Vegas where they have uh, a cul-de-sac of their very own with these like they shit should just box houses. move into like an apartment complex on one floor. Yeah. I get a penthouse. Yeah. In Cody. New York City. Yes. Cody in New York City. I love it. <laughs> yes. Thought. He's driving one of the carriage horses <laughs> yes. with a top hat on. He's like, Mary, this is awesome. This is going to reinvigorate our love life. He's like, these women are always picking on me. It's yeah. like, you chose to have four wives. He, like, pets but... the horse, and he's like, I know how this guy feels. Bride <laughs> yeah, bridal. yeah, like, being ridden all day. Not in a sex <laughs> way, though. <laughs> like, no, no, I don't think any of them fuck him anymore. I wouldn't. Ew. I mean, I wouldn't to begin with, though. They did to begin with. Well, yeah, how do you think they got all those kids? Yeah, I mean... You would think they'd actually have more kids. I actually wonder if maybe I would fuck Cody. Fuck Cody? Why? Yeah. Um, he's got a certain magnetism about him, I guess. Oh, like, you're sicking me out. Like, why do these women follow him? They've moved 19 times in 12 years. Is it, like, illegal what they do? No, because the only one that has a legal marriage is Robin. And okay, so because of this, like, not that I'm like, I love the law or anything, but because of that, I'm just like, why does it matter? Like, I, yes, I agree. Who cares? Like, they're disgusting, but that's just them. Well, I was a little confused because way, way, and again, I took about seven seasons off of Sister Wives. I'm just getting Me back too. into it for, um, uh, this well, I got back into it at the no, well, that too, but also, yeah, this Sister Wives podcast. Um, Is when there Mary a got Sister Wives ca- podcast, probably. Gorgeous but I wonder if it's like that. funny. Like, I wonder if it's like funny. If it's like stuff. Yeah. Like stuff for Sister Wives. <laughs> That'd be so amazing. Swap. Okay, so I got back into Sister Wives when Mary got catfished. Yeah, I briefly got back in. I did not want to talk about it. You know, I wanted to run away and hide and not even deal with it. And then she tried. Okay, so last season, I started watching it again last summer when I moved here to Utah. Because that was the season that Mary got. it, It had already almost finished, but that was the season Mary got catfished. And then there was this weird plot line where Mary was buying a B and B and like oh some yeah ra- ran- it's never come up on this season so it was no. like in her childhood home or something or it was like neighborhood or something I don't even know it wasn't even in like it wasn't anywhere near Vegas or it, Flagstaff yeah Arizona. it took like two hours to drive there and she like wanted all the sister wives to run it 
No, I don't think she wanted the sister wives there. I think she was trying to make a clean break. I just Googled the inn. It's called Lizzie's Country Inn. It's only 239 miles from Park City, Utah. Can I just get back to my story or what? Yeah, I wasn't really interrupting. Okay, so Mary got catfished. Cody had a vision. He decides they need to move from their cul-de-sac, where they all seem pretty happy, to this property called Coyote Pass. Mm-hmm. Cody Pass. Cody Pass. So they all moved to Flagstaff, Arizona into four different rental homes. It's come up over the course of the last like five episodes that each one of their rental homes is being put up for sale. So they all have to move. Everyone's in total, total panic. They all live like 30 minutes away from each other. The family they're panicking because they're far away from each other. I would think they would. No, they're panicking because the houses that they're in, that they're renting are being put up for sale by their owners. So they all have to find new housing. (laughs) Sorry. All four houses happen (laughs) to have this problem going on at the same time. Yeah. They keep being, they keep talking talking about like the economy of flag stuff. Like we all know that it's um, booming and that there are no short term. It's it's iconic Arizona uh, (laughs) piece of real estate. I guess. Okay, so meanwhile, this is not that important to the story. Actually, I guess it is. So secretly, last season, Cody drove to Arizona and then got an architect to create a plan where all five of them, four wives plus Cody and the kids, all live in one house on Coyote Pass. Wow. Where is he getting the dough? He doesn't have any dough. They literally can't afford to start building their houses because no one's buying any of their houses on the weird cul-de-sac in Vegas. So they don't have any money. The cul-de-sac was a fine idea. I know. And all of the wives loved the the cul-de-sac. And he had some weird vision. thrown out of the town by the townspeople, right? They were kicked out of Utah. And then they moved to... I don't get how they can be kicked out of Utah. I don't know either. They showed some flashback where, like, they were like, we could have gotten arrested that day. It might have been... I don't really know. I don't really know. I know that he divorced Mary, the one who later got catfish, because Robin, the newest sister wife, had kids from a previous marriage and he needed to adopt the kids. So Mary offered to give the divorce to Cody so he could marry Robin so she could adopt. He can adopt I remember her this. I remember this. Yeah. And there's this weird scene where they're both in a lawyer's office. All th- the two of the women are wearing orange blazers, the one getting divorced <laughs> and the one getting married to Cody. And <laughs> Cody's sitting in the middle. Maybe of that's them. a traditional thing for their <laughs> religion. What like, is their religion? They're fundamentalist Mormons. So they're LDS. I think that they've been excommunicated from the Mormon church. Okay, so I Googled this. Um they're part of something called the Apostolic United Brethren, which is a fundamentalist offshoot of Mormonism. I do want to make clear that mainstream Mormonism, while they do still um, support gay conversion therapy, uh, has outlawed polygamy since 1890. I don't know. And I think maybe Mormons don't like to use the word Mormon anymore. But I don't think Cody calls himself a Mormon. I don't know. I feel like I've never heard them explicitly say what their religion is. Me neither. And all of the wives say crap and hell all the time. <laughs> like Aunt Donna. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, so... Okay. On Christmas morning of last year, probably. Yeah. I thought this year. 
Cody presents this PowerPoint to all of the family. Oh my God, we've done of that. the house of the house that he got built. They all hate it. Everyone hates it. Why do they hate it? No one wants to live in the same house as their sister wives because they're because they keep saying because of privacy reasons, which means they don't want to see their sister wife and Cody go off. Oh, go off, Queen Dragon sister wife. It's weird because like they all pretty clearly hate him and the situation that they're in but they also have that layer of jealousy yeah even though they don't want cody of course it's it's a tangled web that the sister wives weave i guess that's just like hetero life though yeah it's like uh hey i'm a guy on tinder or any of the apps with a capital a uh just looking for something casual um i have a girlfriend and i would like another one yeah he thinks he deserves to have sex with two women in cody's case four yeah but see the problem isn't you always say that but the problem to me isn't he wants to have sex with two women it's that he wants to have an emotional connection to two women at the same time that's maybe i don't know we're talking about a straw man right now yeah, I know, but plenty of people have sex with two women. I guess. Cody does. <laughs> yeah. Four. Well, yeah, realistically but never, one. N- never who? Robin? Yeah. Wow. Because they're the freshest relationship. Yeah, even though... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, even though I was Cody's... Just Cody's a rotten rose, not a fresh one. No, he's a rotten rose, and Robin, who I tend to like... Yeah, she's fine. Re- really showing her age oh my she's not god. aging well oh my god i think it's because they all do their makeup in that weird way like black rimmed eyeliner yeah like tattooed eyeliner well maybe i'm just thinking of mary mary yeah mary needs i want to give mary a makeover stat what would you do i'd like put her in everlane clothes <laughs> yeah that would be nice for her because like they're like conservative enough what would you do for Christine? I like Christine's look. <laughs> you do? I feel like she just wears, like, powder blue t-shirts all the time. I feel like Christine is always wearing, like, a t-shirt that, like, has, like, rose like rose patterns on it. Yeah, I agree. I kind of like her look, though. I think her hair is the nicest. Mary she's has actually, such fried I hair. I think she's the prettiest. And I think Janelle back in her day was probably pretty, pretty pretty. She Wait, was the first Janelle? wife, I think. Janelle is the oldest wife. I like, I knew he had four and I couldn't remember Janelle. Mary is iconic because she was catfished. Mary, I thought, was the one that was legally married. Though. She was. She's the one that got the divorce. God, Julia, get it through your thick skull. Mary was the one who got divorced in an orange blazer. The divorce is final. It's final? It's done. That sucker's done, huh? Yeah. You okay? I just got an email. It's weird, but yeah, I'm good. This really made me sad because Cody loves nothing more than to pit his wives against each other in a manipulative way and then get mad when they take each other's side versus taking his side. And that to me is the most toxic thing about the entire show. Um, And Mary did sort of give up this union and while their lives remain the same, symbolically, that's got to do something to you. And I am willing to consider the viewpoint that Mary did this as a martyr, but she still did help the family unit. 
I just uh, Cody's trash. Cody would be the first one. Oh, yeah. I don't know, but doesn't Janelle, Janelle look like she's like in her seventies? Yeah. I mean, I forgot she existed. Sorry, this is not feminism. Well, she can she's be like, older than Mary. She just came along after in Cody's timeline. Guys, I've been thinking about that night over and over. One thing has become clear. This is the darkest, most terrible timeline. Enough with the timeline crap, Ahmed. Pierce got shot in the leg and died. BC, before Cody. Before K- BK. <laughs> AF, after flag stuff. <laughs> okay. So anyway, this is all the context that you need for the 30-second anecdote I was going to tell you on the phone earlier. So Important. Okay, they all reject the big house. So instead, they're building four houses on Coyote Cody Pass. And, okay, so that's that. So he, apparently, um, to each wife, he sort of says, hey, do you want this plot of land? And by the way, all the houses are probably 100 feet from each other. Maybe more. Maybe I don't know the scale of Coyote Pass. Okay. Think about a human adult laying down, and that's like six feet. So measure as many adults as you can across the yard. Okay, I can't because, again, these houses, and I'm thinking real time of March 2020, I don't think that they've started building yet. So I actually can't tell you. Okay. Anyway, there's a pond, the one where his penis was pixelated. If they believe that it shows his genitals, I don't think they would air it, so they would blur it out. <laughs> but I've heard that, like, if you were wearing a camo bathing There's some trees. There's a road. It's, like, a nice piece of property. It looks. Is nice. there a lot of tree? Well, this is the drama. <laughs> this is the drama. This is what I was sobbing laughing at. I shouldn't have been. Okay. <laughs> oh no. So another piece of info that you need to know is that the rental house that Mary has had all this time, and she also has to move out of it within a month. They just found out last wow. episode. This episode. Um, it's in the trees. Okay. Okay. It's in the trees, and by all accounts, everyone assumes Mary likes living in the trees. She likes the <laughs> rental house when she first got there. Yeah. So Cody. They're all really stressed out. They're in financial ruin. Cody takes all women. All of them drive separately. So I think it's four different cars for four different... Wait, how many wives? Five cars. Seven brides for seven brothers. Five cars, four wives, one Cody. (laughs) Yeah, who does Cody ride with? Or does he have his own car? Cody has his own car from what I remember. Oh my God, this is so wasteful. At the end of it, they all get into separate cars mad at each other. But I don't want to spoil anything. So Okay. You have to watch this episode later. Okay. Yeah, I will. So he takes them for a pizza picnic <laughs> Disgusting. on the property. Ugh. And, you know, they start chatting. And finally, he's like, hey, so, um, so Mary, uh, oh, wait, sorry. Now I'm messing the story up. The important thing is that everyone assumes that Mary wanted the house in the trees. Yeah. Six weeks before the pizza picnic. They were on the property, and Cody goes, Mary, you you still want this house, this plot of land in the trees? And she goes, I don't know. Previously on Sister Wives. So if you look right there, a house in front of that, over here a house, and then one house, and then one house over there. Please, Mary, you want to be in the trees, right? I don't know. Okay, that's Uh-oh. literally the scene that they flash back to. I don't Uh-oh. know. <laughs> Cody and all was the other Was it black and white or sepia? It was like sepia, yeah, but oh her like God. orange sweatshirt like kind of stood out a little. 
okay. or like whatever. She's the worst dresser. I Wait, she was wearing dress. an orange sweatshirt just like she had the <laughs> orange blazer on? I might be confusing sepia scenes, but like... Hmm, okay, I did just buy it on iTunes. It looks like Mary is wearing sort of a uh, a flannel overshirt that is orange, but also it is in sepia tone, so I can't tell for sure how deep the heat Like, she's the worst dresser. She dresses like a teen, but uh. like is in her late 80s. No, she's probably like 39. Like, What's honestly. her name again? Mary! I don't know. Oh, no, not Mary's not 39. I thought we Robin, were talking about Janelle or Jeanette this whole time. Janelle is like 80. <laughs> She's not. <laughs> Mary's, like, Mary's got to be 49. Okay. And then Christine, who we all love, is like a gorgeous, she's like a gorgeous woman who looks her age. Which is. Probably like 52. 46. Yeah, oh. maybe 46. I don't know. I think they all have children a lot younger than I did. So. <laughs> uh-huh. I mean, at this point, probably. They're probably, like, after oh, yeah. probably they, birth. They started in their early 20s, for yeah. sure. There was an episode last uh, season called Aspen's Royal Wedding. Because oh, she got married and it was, like, kilt-themed. It was, like, Scottish. Are the children um, uh, insta-celebs? Oh, I don't know. That would be the weirdest spon- sponsorship. They were flossing like, in an episode I watched once. The dance or the action of cleaning your teeth? The dance. And then all the moms started doing it. And Cody in the in the interview was like, that's a stripper move. Like, oh, okay. wow, Cody. Okay, why don't you watch Hustlers? Sex shame much, Cody? Yeah. You're the one having sex with four women four every women. single day. <laughs> Me and Brett are going to hook up with my other friend, Sean, and we're going to go out to do a guy's night out. In the meantime... <laughs> you can't okay. say hook up. You cannot use hook up. Please hook up. Please hook up. Oh, my God. <laughs> when a man is a polygamist, they call him a stud. When a woman is a slut. Evidence <laughs> of Britney Spears' Instagram there. These bees are very, very loud. Listen, <laughs> I'm in Maui. It's not funny to make fun of her. Though. All right, right now, I'm in Maui, and I hear thousands of birds. Check this out. I'm skinny as a needle. I'm skinny as a needle. Hello, and please don't judge me. I look haggard right now. But my question to all of you is, a lot of fans in our world today, they always are subject to really criticize people and say that the pictures and videos that they're posting are either not on time or they're fake. But no one ever really asks, are the paparazzi pictures fake? And do the paparazzi people do stuff to the pictures? And is the news really real? It's a conspiracy theory that I'm actually interested in. Yesterday, I went swimming. I look like I'm 40 pounds bigger than I am today. This is how I am right now, and I'm skinny as a needle. You tell me, what is real? (laughs) And as you can see, I'm skinny as a needle. And she is. Did you see what Jaden Federline did? Who? Jaden Federline? (laughs) I didn't even know, like, I never thought about that being his last name. Wait, but did you hear what he did on Instagram? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to have to, I'm going to say the words, but I will bleep them out. Okay. Because it's not funny or shocking if I don't say the words. Okay. 
he was on Insta Live. <laughs> okay. And people were like, you know how it like pops up, like people ask him questions. Yeah. Someone said, "Is your grandpa a jerk?" Because he has the conservatorship over Britney. And uh-huh. Jaden Federline goes, "Yeah, he's pretty much." You know, I can't possibly get into the bleeps. He said, "G is ass." <laughs> no. And and on and on and on and on about his grandpa being a bad person, and then he said, "If I get five thousand views, I'll share a secret." But then someone oh. shut it down, and he didn't ever get to. Wait, how old is he? Like nine? Thirteen. Oh, he is? Yes. I need to be looking into him. Is your grandpa a jerk? Yeah, he's a pretty big dick. He's pretty fucking gay as shit. You can go die. Oh my god. I didn't even know kids still talked like that. I know, I agree. And that makes me think like... He grew up in Vegas too. (laughs) Like, (laughs) the sister wives. Don't you hate when people call it Vegas? I've never heard that. I have Vegas, like milk. Oh. I'm, Wait, was there more to the sister wives? Yes, I'm not even there yet. I, okay. But I will tell you, and then I might have to take Mars out, and then we can finish our pod later. Okay. If that's okay with you. Okay. Suppose so. I could watch so, the little sister wives. So where we yeah, maybe I tell you this, and then you watch the episode, and we brief, we debrief on it later. Sounds like good. our tall girl episode. Sounds perfect. Our tall girl episode nine months ago. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, before the outbreak of (laughs) COVID-19. I'm time stamping us right now. Yeah. Oh, should I, um, instead of doing that self-addressed letter to myself about that joke I made, should I just say it on here? Yeah. Love in the time of (laughs) COVID-19. TM alert, TM alert, registered trademark on me. Okay. So they're all at the pizza picnic. The viewer's been given the flashback of her saying, prior. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Let's all the act, it out. Let's act it out. I want to be her really quick. Okay, I'll be Cody. Um, well, you're better in impressions than I am, but okay. I can't so. really do a Cody. Oh, oh, these ladies. He's like, oh, marry us. So. You went completely silent. Claire. Claire. You've gone completely silent. I think you're telling me all about Cody. Okay, and then imagine me talking about Cody and doing impressions of Cody for the next 45 minutes, but forgetting to record. Part two, time passed. Nothing stirred in the drawing room or in the dining room or on the staircase. Only through the rusty hinges and swollen, sea-moistened woodwork certain airs detached from the body of the wind, the house was ramshackle after all, crept round corners and ventured indoors. Almost one might imagine them as they enter the drawing room, questioning and wondering, toying with the flap of hanging wallpaper, asking, would it hang much longer and when would it fall? Then smoothly brushing the walls, they passed on musingly as if asking the red and yellow roses on the wallpaper whether they would fade, and questioning gently, for there was time at their disposal. The torn letters in the waste paper basket, the flowers, the books, all of which were now open to them and asking, were they allies, were they enemies, and how long would they endure? I don't know. You are so dumb. 
Hey, Rita. It's me, Claire. Um, I didn't record for 20 minutes, so I'm going to give you... I think I did this last time, too. I'm going to oh give you a quick rundown. We talked about how Carl Malone, who was a Utah jazz player, and Post Malone both live in Utah. And we thought, what's the connection there? Carl Malone is also now a prominent used car salesman in Utah, and his this is his commercial. As a pro basketball legend, Carl Malone was known to take it to the house. And now, Carl Malone Toyota will take any new car you buy online to your house or your neighbor's house, your mother-in-law's house, a strange cat lady's house, your boss's house. We got it, we got it, we got it. Yeah. I spent $400 at Whole Foods yeah. <laughs> on one rotisserie chicken. Yeah. And Julia's, I guess, underwhelmed by the episode. Yeah, and the... And the epidemic, because I haven't gone survivalist shopping yet. Again, hubris, this was recorded about 24 hours before things really got dire in our country. You're underwhelmed by the epidemic? Yeah. So you're just not feeling much about it? I just, it hasn't reached me personally yet, and I'm so self-centered that I'm just, like, not affected yet. No one I know is affected yet. But are you, have you been into a Walgreens or a grocery store or anything and seen stuff sold out that you would prefer to have? Um, I see a lot of people walking down the street holding a ton of toilet paper. Yeah, because they have the poops. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But that's, that's not this kind of podcast. Today, um, on my group text with my friends from high school, I was like trying to cool, be cool. cool. I, I was trying to be cool. Yeah. And I was like... I don't even get why people are stocking up on toilet paper. It's just a symbol of comfort. And then I said, in India, they don't even use toilet paper. We just use the back of our left hand. You said we? Yeah. And then I go, then I thought about it for a second. And I was like, oh, I did get an intestinal parasite and was hospitalized. Yeah. So, like, I ingested poop, even though I was telling that story to make it seem like I was cool. But I'm the one who wiped wrong and got an intestinal parasite. Hey, listening back to this, it's making it seem like I was saying something negative about standards of cleanliness in Jaipur. Um, But I want to emphasize again that I was the one who wiped incorrectly. The system has been working and I was an interloper and I wiped incorrectly. I don't want to be too much of a blamey blame on myself because sometimes things can't be avoided, but um, I wiped incorrectly. Ugh. Claire, that was the saddest time of our entire lives. I know. It was really bad. I literally thought I was never going to see my family again. I know. I just remember crying at the airport when you arrived and you were like 30 pounds skinnier. Yeah, I looked awesome. <laughs> we had a rocking bot. Was I in a wheelchair? No, you were walking. Because I remember in customs in New York, I fell over in the line and my friend Becca had to put me in a wheelchair. Oh but I think I got the whole group through customs quicker. And baby, mm. that's white privilege. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. I'm your silver lantern. Have you seen that um, people are mad at Harry Styles because... Yeah. Redacted name, and I can't get into it, but I do have an enemy who's an alt-pop star due to reasons that I can't really get into right now. King Princess. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> King Princess isn't Jenny Lewis. Yeah, people are mad and they're like calling her old. It's so mean. They're calling her old? Yeah. They're like, yeah, they're like, why'd you choose this old ass lady? Who even is she? And I guess I probably should apologize right here for earlier calling Janelle Brown to be in her mid 70s, late 80s. That's so crazy. I know. I why like, do are... you think she was chosen? I don't know. Maybe he's I... just a, a fan. It makes a lot of sense to me, but she's not exactly an arena rocker. I'm cracking your teeth at night! Sorry, Mars. Sorry, Mars. <laughs> Are we worried to go to the Harry Styles concert because of the teenage hysteria? No, it's going to be funny. Do you think, like, the teens are going to cause old ladies? No, there will be people our age, for sure. Yeah. Now, do you think that Corona could cancel the Harry Styles and Jenny Lewis concert? Oh, that would be so horrid. Yeah, because remember when I went home last March for Jenny and they canceled it? I know. Why was that? She, like, got stuck in Minneapolis. It's like, get on a plane. Yeah, I know. It's a one-hour ride. And Megan was here. Yeah, but we had kind of a rocking time. Yeah, what did we do? We, like, watched TV. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, we probably watched Sister Wives. Yeah, we probably watched TV. Yeah, like, Cody Brown. Oh, my alarm's going off. Cody Brown was there. Hold on. Why? My um, alarm went off for my banana bread. Is that a code word for birth control? No. (laughs) That's at 7.30, Claire. Come on. Well, at 7.22. 7.30, you're, like, still home. It's before you're going out. Not my experience. Yeah. (laughs) When do you go out in your experience? Usually around 9 a.m. To go to work? And then I come home and I play Hollow Knight on my Nintendo. Yeah. I went to yoga yesterday, and that was a big mistake because that I used a communal block. Really far away. Oh, uh, I forgot I did that. Do you think Cody Brown does yoga? Uh, he keeps it tight, so I wouldn't rule it out. Have you seen his tummy? Yeah. I mean, I know, I know that his pee-pee was pixelated. If they believe that it shows his genitals. <laughs> no, I didn't see that because I didn't watch the episode before. I think that was like five episodes ago. Oh, I didn't watch that. So I, I guess, didn't see the pixelated penis. I guess it, sometimes it sucks when I'm excited about something and you're less excited about it and that you didn't think that this was one of the best episodes of television you've watched all week is crazy. I don't know. What did I watch this week? I guess I haven't seen anything great this week. Did you see um, I finished the murder Love mystery party at Jack's wedding? No, I haven't watched that yet. Like, so I don't know. I have like haven't been keeping up. Um, I should watch that tonight actually, because I don't like being left out. Is jealousy at the? Don't say that. Why you think what? Ariana don't likes women? I didn't mean that. I'm sorry, but what do you mean you didn't mean it? You just said it. I know. Oh. Um, Kenya got a divorce on Atlanta this week. It was really wait, sad. Wait, they're a divorce. I think they're back together now, but on the show, yes, they're divorced. 
Don't come for me <laughs> unless I twirl for you. Oh my God, I didn't know that. And then she brings her baby and her nanny on the girls' trip to Greece. And then Portia brings her mom and baby PJ. Oh my God, Pilar goes. And she says that Pilar is an international jet setter, honey. Yes. <laughs> she is. Pilar f- flies first class. Oh, I'm obsessed with Pilar. Pilar is so cute. And so is baby Brooklyn. Yeah, baby Brooklyn is a little model. Like I said, I'm afraid Kenya's going to really make her model. And like put blue eye contacts in her. Oh, it's like, honey, age, age zero is too young for violet eyes. Yeah, violet eyes. They're too sultry. More like bright eyes. Okay, so this is going to be um, which child is not one of the sister wives' tr- children? Names? Yeah. Okay. Okay. McKelty? Real. Hayden? Mm, no. Wrong. It's real. Oh my god. Okay, next. Truly? I'm real. Isabel? Isabel? Yeah. No. Real. Oh my god. Can I tell you how Payton is spelled? Yeah. P A E D O N. Payton. Wow. Okay. How about Gwendolyn? No. Yeah, it's real. I had never heard of her until Holy like yesterday. Shit. I don't know any of these. I G- let's be fair. You though, know, I, I think you know McKelty and Aspen. Yeah, I know those two. I, one of them was just getting married in the catfish episode. Yeah, that was Aspen. Aspen's fairy tale wedding. And they go to Billings, Montana. Yeah. Okay. And Cody heard- goes with, and he wants to have guy time in the car with her fiance. <laughs> Should I watch that episode? Yeah, it's really funny. It's on Hulu for free. I should also make it clear that in addition to Julia buying this on iTunes to get clips, I also bought this episode on iTunes, even though I live in my parents' house and I have on demand. This episode is turning out to have cost more than $10, $11. Okay, they also have a a child named Gwendolyn, spelled G-W-E-N-D-L-Y-N. Wow. Now, I should say, since I've been living here, that this is something that a lot of people in Utah do. A lot of Utah names have a stereotype of being like Kendlin and like Catlin, Kaplan. It's a Utah and Idaho thing. I think it has Mormon roots, but I think it's permeated the culture. Sorry, another thing I've noticed is that a lot of moms call their daughters sis. Come over here, sis. Now, I have another question for you. All right, what is it? I'm looking at the Brown family tree right now. Oh, God. And Robin. I'm picturing was... you looking at, like, um... The and... map in Harry Potter on Sirius' yeah. wall. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's me and Cody's dick. Grimald's place. Diagonally. What did he say, dear? Diagonally. Grim old dick. Okay. Yeah. So Robin 
before she married Cody, was married to a man named David Jessup. That's a name, right? That we should oh know. Oh my Isn't god, yeah. Jessup, from like LDS. part of the scary. Um, yeah. Yeah. So she was married to him. Oh my god. Now I need to look into this, David Jessup. So to stop the spread of false information um, in the time of COVID. I did some research on this. Um, me and Julia used to read a lot of fundamentalist memoirs of women who had escaped. I guess you could say we've long had an interest in Utah culture. We've been coming here a lot even before I relocated. So apparently the Jessup family is huge in fundamentalist slash non-fundamentalist Latter-day Saints circles. Um, but there has been a schism some of them are fundamentalists. Some of them are, I don't know what you would call it, run-of-the-mill Mormons. Um, again, I went on a date with a Mormon, a former Mormon three times, so I know what I'm talking about. Anyway, it does seem as if the Jessup that we are about to talk about, that Mary was married, I'm sorry, that Robin was married to um, pre-Cody was not part of the YFZ ranch or anything like that. I can't believe you didn't record 20 minutes of our podcast. I never said I was a role model or an audio engineer. I know. I don't I'm remember sorry. what we talked about, but it was probably gold. It was probably really good stuff. Well, we talked about we talked about um Carl Malone. Yeah, Carl Malone. We talked the about the Jessops are one of those Mormon families, right? Yeah, they definitely are. Because that name is so familiar to me. Yeah. Oh my god, he looks like- exactly like Cody. Are you serious? Like, styled like Cody? Yeah, like, he's got, like, a goatee and floppy hair. Love. There's an article from 2017 in the Salt Lake Trib uh, by Nate Carlisle that is about all of the Jessup family coming together from the Apostolic United Brethren, Fundamentalist Latter-day Saints, and the mainstream Church of Latter-day Saints coming together for a family reunion for the first time in six centuries. So there's been a schism. And sorry, I did read that wrong. That is six generations, not six centuries. And you know they pop them out early in the Jessup family. Okay, do you want to know what Janelle and Cody's daughter's, Maddie's daughter's name is? Mm-hmm. I'm going to, I know how to pronounce it because I just watched an episode about this, but do you want me to, uh, I'll spell it for you and you tell me how you think it's pronounced. Give me a second. Okay. E V A N G A L Y N N. Spell it again. E V A N G A L Y N N. Evan Gallen. <laughs> Evangeline. <laughs> That's really tough. And since doing more research on Evangeline Brown, I don't know if that's her last name. Um, I found out that she has had a, there was a difficult birth, um, and she was born with some medical conditions. So I do want to send love and light to this baby. And I'm sorry to this baby that I made fun of her name. I was actually making fun of her parents and not the baby. And now this whole episode is in a tailspin because of it. Cause I'm like, should I be making fun of people's religion? And am I doing that? And am I exploiting this? Or honestly, am I just interested in a TLC show? That I took seven seasons off of, so don't have a ton of context for a lot. Yeah, that's tough to hear. <laughs> it's tough to say. 
This is a real, like, people in Utah like, have names like this. Yeah. Like Cody. Yeah, they're like, not in Utah anymore. They're in Flagstaff. Yeah, and they're not in Vegas anymore because Cody had a vision. Yeah, in Vegas. And that, and that vision was Coyote Pass. Yeah. And that vision was, I don't think Mary wants to be in the trees. <laughs> living in the trees. You like living in the trees in the rental. Like, would you say that anyone who has trees around them is living in the trees? <laughs> I guess. Also, what about that part where uh, one of them was like, yeah, I'm kind of worried about Mary being closest to the pond because I want us all to have access. Like, Mary would be mad. I know. Mary... That was, like, the nexus of part of the fight. The nexus of part of the fight. You know, I was thinking, so the property, like, I said to Cody when we were out there before everything went to hell, um, <laughs> that maybe we should take the pond and just make it, like, a park. And he, he wasn't, he really wasn't in agreement, but I really think the pond, everybody wants to access that. And I'm afraid if those are on somebody's property, they're not going to be as accessible. I'm just politicking here. I'm just making my point. I'm trying to win over my allies right now. I mean, I did invite her for that, but I'm going to take an opportunity to have that conversation with her. I mean, it's so weird because it's like we're all together, but at the same time, we need our separate space. Do you think these people are registered to vote? Mary has some deep demons. They all do. Who do you think has the fewest demons? McKelty? No, McKelty's definitely fucked up. Hmm. Who do you think? Evangeline? Because she has a chance still. Um, Baby girl? Yeah, she's the granddaughter. Yeah. Evan Gallen. Evan Gallen. <laughs> Honestly, if you're tied to that name, I'd make it a J. Evangeline. Yeah. Do you know that one of them moved to Chicago? To do what? To be in the Bravo book club. <laughs> cool! Oh, in the 20 minutes that I forgot to record, Julia told me about going to a Bravo book club where everyone was supposed to read Brandy Glanville's book, but no one bought the book on purpose. And um, I don't know, it sounds cute. Uh, to go to grad school. Wow. Yeah, it was Evangeline. <laughs> Are they liking their studies? <laughs> Evangeline uses they pronouns? <laughs> you didn't tell me what Evangeline <laughs> identifies as. I don't know what Evangeline themselves identifies as, but by all by all accounts, Cody identifies Evangeline as a girl. Oh, okay. Because that now, name, that name, I don't know what it is. I think I remember them saying that it was like a combination between Janelle and what's his face's mom's name. But how is Evangeline kind of like Janelle? How is that? <laughs> Wouldn't it have to be Evangelelle? <laughs> to me, that like sounds like Juvederm. Yeah. It's what if I named it. my daughter Juvederm? That'd be beautiful, Claire. Evangeline Juvederm Caracillo. Oh, that's beautiful, actually. Hyphen, hyphen kind face. Yes. Was face. I recording when we were talking about kind face? I don't think so. I don't know. Thank God, that's in the annals of history. <laughs> yeah. Never to be revealed.
It's too bad. There was some really good stuff going on there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That I that I that I never um got serious with kind face and I didn't talk to him outside of class because I was too busy partying with my friends. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Well, it wasn't. I could have had a boyfriend. Yeah, I know. Who who knew? That I would never have a boyfriend? No, I mean, who knew that you could just get a boyfriend if you wanted one? Maybe I couldn't have. Oh. I don't know. I don't know. Julia, I ordered Glossier bubble wrap in the mail. What is that? It's a lip slash eye cream. Oh, that sounds nice. Is it called bubble wrap because of the pink bag? I'm sure. I asked for no packaging because it seemed wasteful. I love their packaging, though. I know, but there's just... uh, And I use them. Yeah, I know. Um, I I also got Brow Flick. Um, I bought... Go on. I was just going to say, I I used it in the car yesterday. I got the lighter one, so it actually wasn't too heavy. I know you don't like it. Nicola told me she loved it. But again, okay. she has a she has a jet black look to her. Yeah. We used to say about my friend Kate, she's got that jet black hair with that jet black stare. And Nicola has that too. Shout out to a real one. Well, I bought my mascara from Sephora or from MacCosmetics.com. Okay. And Websites rock. They had a copycat of um boy brow brow flick or boy brow boy brow it's crazy that like we have to know these words <laughs> yeah they have a copycat of boy brow with like a little spoolie so I bought that and I liked it I liked it so much when I put it on in the morning but then yeah. by nighttime I was like oh this looks so dark and it looks bad I know I'm always trying to go for a natural look I mean I just my brows are th- the thickness I want, but they're blonde. So like having to dye them is so annoying. I know. It's like, you know, I've got translucent, translucent. Should I name my daughter Translucia? Oh yeah. Is this so boring? And is this what that wet look was? Sometimes I think that the biggest mistake of my life, why I can't get a book agent, why my book kind of sucks why grad school ultimately was not fulfilling is because I stopped doing that wet look. The only thing I ever got institutional praise for when the Institute is Twitter. But I'm like, this is so fucking boring to be talking about brow flick and why I'm, you know, an 80% Glossier girl, but not entirely a Glossier girl. I don't know what to think. I'm not a huge Glossier head, but like, I still buy it. What I wanted to try the brow flick. Um... I bought a milk makeup version of the boy brow that was more yeah. readily available to me at Sephora, and it was yeah. the exact same product. Yeah, I think. So, I mean, shout same. out! I to think an there's like a Maybelline one. Didn't you like love one this summer that like was a Gigi Hadid commercial? I was using one this summer, but I didn't love it. Oh, I thought you like raved about it, and you were like, "I got this at the drugstore." I got. I was using a brow product from the drugstore because I have less access to Sephora here. Julia loves the drugstore. <laughs> Commute nonviolent offender sentences. I don't know if it was that long ago. My local druggist. Mm-hmm. This is a new thing where he doesn't like to go outside at nighttime. That's sad. Do you think he knows something we don't? Mm, 
Well, like I told you, dogs can transmit the disease. Lisa told me. So what does that mean exactly? Like if someone sneezes on their fur. No, don't do that to my dog. And then someone else goes and pets it or puts their face into the dog's fur. They could share it. Hmm. Do you think statistically one of the sister wives could get coronavirus? I don't know if it's that ratio yet. I think it's still like point something percent. <laughs> then no. <laughs> Jury's out. Also, who am I trying to like <clears throat> bring this pod back to sister wives? Yesterday, my coworker told me that um, this is going to have the biggest impact on humans than any other epidemic. And I was like, what do you mean? And he was like, this is the chocolate shop manager. Yeah, I don't work at a chocolate shop, but I can't really get into it right now. It's not interesting. He was like, yeah, like he was like, you know, you or I will not die from it, but it will have the biggest impact on civilization more so than the Spanish flu or cholera, et cetera, et cetera. Wow. Wow. Makes you think, right? Damn. Damn, damn, damn. Damn, Danielle. I hope damn Danielle is healthy. Me too. I hope, Danielle, I hope Danielle Staub is happy. I was looking for clips of damn Daniel and Danielle Staub, but as I was doing that on YouTube, Julia texted me the best clip of all time from the soup. Not chicken tetrazzini, but this one. <laughs> Remember it, guys? Remember Nathaniel on Yo Gabba Gabba? Mm-hmm. I hope she's healthy. Beverly? Oh, Beverly. I hope Beverly is healthy. Uh-huh. Um, remember when when Robert Durst wrote Beverly on that envelope on the Oh, jinx? my God, and spelled it wrong? Yeah, I hope all those investigators and filmmakers are healthy. <laughs> Bobby Durst, we know, is not healthy. Yeah. Andrew Jarecki, right? I think Jarecki's okay. He's going Uh just fine. Uh I I started watching McMillions. What's up? About, um, I want a one million dollars at McDonald's playing the code name game. It's about how... That um, person? No, that section might be something different. It's about how every single winner of McDonald's Monopoly in the 90s and 2000s (laughs) <laughs> it was a fake winner and they all knew each other. What? Everything, like every single big ticket winner. No one actually won. Oh my God, I have to watch it now, like this it's, instant. It's on HBO. That sounds amazing. Yeah, I only watched one episode, but that could be our new sister wives. Okay, that's fine with me. Because like I was going to say earlier, I've actually not been deep into sister wives for like three seasons yeah me neither like seven seasons until mary got catfished i watched like the first five really consistently and then i fell off and then i came back yeah do you think this episode's a dud of our podcast i don't know um no i think people are gonna love to hear our thoughts about that exchange (laughs) (laughs) rock on all right (laughs) I can't see why not. It's okay, not, we'll it's take not much different from the other apps. Well, yeah, that's true. Remember Tall Girl? Mm, God rest her soul. I miss Stieg. Stieg.
That was one of our best performing episodes of all times. Yeah, out of the three, that was our <laughs> that was one or two. The people deserve one episode every nine months. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I was listening to, I listened to this really dorky show on the radio, on Netflix radio on Sirius XM. <laughs> it's called what a joke because Netflix yeah I know you're like constantly talking about fortune finders reality radio show yeah like it's it's really it's good but they have a new comedian on every day and today they had Flew the Borg and he was so funny he's got a good nature he was on Hollywood Handbook once I know remember how good he was yeah I really liked it I was a huge fan I'm a huge Flula head yeah, Flula was on today. I was really Don't excited. Don't vaccinate me against this Flula. Oh, <laughs> did you get a flu shot? No, I'm an idiot. This year I didn't get one. Me either. I normally do. Is it too late? But I think the last three years I got them at Columbia. It's not too late. You could still get one. Okay. I mean, well, it's pretty late in the season. It couldn't hurt, though. Is this, like, us admitting that, like, we're not registered to vote or, like something equally bad are we the reason i worry i'm stupid i'm sorry everyone what are the symptoms of this again oh brother of what of covid (laughs) oh oh um a dry cough Uh uh-huh um stop That was actually real because I ate a little bit of um, avocado toast and a red pepper flake got stuck in my throat. I heard banana bread is a symptom. Oh, no. I heard yeah, polygamy. You were, I, I made banana bread and I made myself fried eggs in the time yeah, that I, I heard, watched the Sister I heard Wives episode. that was one of them. Yeah. I heard polygamy was a symptom. Oh, yucky. Not to polygamy. Well, yeah, yucky to polygamy because... We don't need to talk about our favorite book, do we? I'm scared, but what's our favorite book? We're the Crawdad. The one the, by um, the, wi- the Witness War. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it was called The Witness War Red. That's a different book about um, polygamy. Under the Banner of Heaven? No, that's a different book. No. What was that book called? The Polygamous Daughter? That book was fun. It was called Breaking Free, How I Escaped Polygamy, the FLDS Cult, and My Father Warren Jeffs by Rachel Jeffs, who I think is also a daughter of Utah now. I will say it seems like maybe Cody is a little bit less megalomaniacal, or however you say that word, than Warren Jeffs. Maybe, because he he has no followers. No one wants to be in Cody's camp. Robin married Janelle and Christine, and they don't even like him. Fucked up Manson family. <laughs> Fucked up Manson family. Ugh. Yeah, the Manson family had more fun than they do. Yeah. Performative fun in your black tidy whities in your drainage <laughs> ditch. <laughs> that sounded like a Lana Del Rey poem. When is what? she dropping that poetry album? Oh my god, I need it. My mother <laughs> always it. said I was a chameleon soul. What if I like um what if I had an eight minute um pause right here so that we could listen to the entire poem in the beginning of Ride? Well, put at least a little bit of an end it right takes here. so much time. Right here. Yeah, right here. And then it goes, 
Not kidding, the poem sucks, but the music video and the song Ride by Lana Del Rey is one of my favorite pieces of modern art. I was in the winter of my life. And the men I met along the road were my only summer. So she's on a tire swing at Arches National Park. There's a bunch of like daddies. I think she's getting fucked on a pinball machine. Three years down the line, the she might be a sex worker in this video. A road dog for sure. She's wearing a Budweiser shirt at a gas station. I was a sinner. Not very popular. I once had dreams of becoming a beautiful poet. She's shooting a gun. Unfortunate series of events. Fine for a loco. Dreams dashed and divided like a Stars in the night sky. Like so many and stars. Over and over again, sparkling. She looks pretty. But I didn't really mind because I knew that it takes getting everything you ever wanted and losing it to know what true freedom is. And I do relate. Huh. When the people I used to know found out what I had been doing, right down. They asked me why, but there's no use in talking to people who have a home. <laughs> okay, Lana. I have no idea. Okay, okay, that's enough. Julia's gonna get mad with at me for how long that was. Such a good poem. And you and put like, that back in. I'm like, Lana, isn't that a gorgeous poem? But also, didn't your dad like own the New York Jets or something? <laughs> <laughs> Mm, I did like 30 seconds of research and I can't find any articles to back this up, but I feel like I did read it once. And that's the age of mass info, baby. Especially because Lana like clapped back at a critic last summer, even though the critic liked her album. Mm-hmm. I and remember was like, kind of. This is not persona. The only persona I have is kindness. <laughs> like, is that your thing? I didn't even know that. And I'm obsessed with you. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Her mythology changes a lot, I think. Do you think that we could talk for just a minute about how we have absolutely no choice but to stand um, someone that we don't want to stand, and that's Jack Antonoff? Yeah, I was actually just thinking about Natalie Maines when you said that. Why? Because <laughs> I was just thinking about <laughs> how she has clear eyebrows. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, well, I've never thought that about her before. Oh, well, in the new video, they're really clear. Oh, is there a video? Oh, my God. Yeah, it's so cute. What do you think her ex-husband did on her boat? I don't know, but that's such a funny line. Also, um, who was she married to? Some guy that was on Heroes. That's it? I want to say Eden Lepucky, but I think that that's an author. Eden Lepucky? <laughs> Whoa. I don't oh let me like Eden Lepucky wrote a book, a near future dystopia book called California that I remember reading a couple years ago. Okay. Okay, but no, let me see who Natalie's husband is. Adrian <laughs> Adrian Pazdar. Who is that? Um, time passes. A lot of time passes here while I try to figure out who this man is. And if you want me to read another passage, I will. Okay. 
Adrian Pasdar is an American actor and voice artist. He is known for playing. <laughs> Go on. He's known for playing Jim Prophet on the TV series Prophet. <laughs> <laughs> Never seen it. Never heard of it. This reminds me of um in the movie Bridget Jones Three. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's his name? McDreamy. What's his name? Um, Colin Firth. No, the guy who was on Grey's Anatomy. McSteamy. No, McDreamy. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick. Whatever. What's his name? Patrick Dempsey. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, I've only seen this movie once, like three years ago, when we went. I went to a. Uh, like an apple picking festival upstate and we stayed in a really scary Airbnb but one night we watched um, we watched Bridget Jones 3 and in that movie his is name it really is called that? I think it's called like Bridget Jones's baby and she doesn't know who the dad is but why are you calling it Bridget Jones's 3 like when Ariana stands call it like AG5 cause it's like the third Bridget Jones Bridget Jones 3 <laughs> What should I call it? What do you want me to call it? Bridget Jones's baby. Okay, and I don't even know if that is what the movie is called, though. But Patrick Dempsey plays a character much like Jim Prophet. His name is Jack Quanch, Q-W-A-N-T, and he runs a dating app called, like, Quantify. But in the movie, his last name is Quant, Q-W-A-N-T. <laughs> a few months ago, I met Jack. Ding dong. <laughs> Jack Quant. It's pretty amazing. He also play- played Nathan Petrelli on Heroes. Oh, so he Peter Petrelli's brother. Peter Petrelli is Jess. Jess. In 2010, Pazdar narrated an audiobook edition of the cult novel Queer Fish and God's Rating Room by the British writer Lee Henshaw. Do you think that's what he did on her boat? <laughs> Cause boy, I know exactly what you did on my boat. And boy. you narrated the cult novel Queer Fishing God's Waiting Room by the British writer Lee Henshaw. Yes. I cut into my banana bread before it was ready, but it's really good. I always do that because I like to eat like little bread balls. Yeah, totally. I'm getting an oil change tomorrow at 10 a.m. I Ooh, can't wait I to tell. hang with the guys. That's going to be cool to shop talk. Should I wear a Dickies onesie? Yes. I don't have one. I used to in college. I know you've got some car heart. When I was too busy hanging out with my friends partying instead of flirting with my crush. Yeah, you could have been banging guys and instead you were just <laughs> smiling with other girls. Yeah, and I'm still a freaking virgin. It's <laughs> <laughs> awesome. But, but I think Cody Brown would like that about me. Oh, yeah. He'd kind of be like, I like this girl. I'm liking this chick. She's pure. I have to, you know what I do need to really buy for the end of the world is a lot of Pellegrino. I bought um, two sparkling, I couldn't find Pellegrino today, but I got the, they're also in a green bottle and it's not Perrier, it's like Mountain Spring or something. Oh, Mountain Spring? Yeah, I like it, but um, oh I my broke God, one I of them. It reminds me of them, Montana. One of them broke in the car. Aww. I know, and then I got a little piece of glass on my foot. Oh, Claire. And then Jack Quant came over and we hooked up. <laughs> Cool. <laughs> you guys do. What'd you guys do? We quanted. You did? Yeah, we quantified. Cool. 
Yeah. You know what? I watched like five episodes of last night as I was playing Nintendo and like falling asleep after I got home from work. What? Bless This Mess starring Lake Bell and Dak Shepard. Oh, yeah. You loved that show at Christmas. Yeah, it's fine. I hadn't watched it since Christmas. And then I you watched... loved it, though. Yeah. And then I thought this could be better. I It's yeah. a Liz Merriweather show. And I really, really trust her a lot. And it, um, yeah, but like the maybe humor's a little didn't strike twice here. No, and the humor is a little broad. Lake Bell continues to be the most beautiful person so in the pretty. world. I like can't so handle pretty. the way that she looks almost. I know. It like makes me It's kind so of like Zoe jealous. Kravitz to me. Those yes. two just like they have, don't look like, like yes. They no, they don't like, look alike. No, but it's like a, a look that you don't you know, they're not just some blonde bimbo like you or I. <laughs> yeah. Some uh some hot generic like, sorority girl like girl me. like us yeah i just had to cut out the most embarrassing conversation of all time what was i thinking dm my page six daily email the other day was like I can, can you forward me how to sign up for that yeah thank you i think you could also just like simply google it but sure i'll forward it to you fine but um the headline was like Queen Elizabeth humiliated after being locked out of of palace in Land Rover. <laughs> like whatever that country cottage is that she lives in most of the time. Uh-huh. She took her Land Rover out, or maybe it was a Range Rover. I don't really know the difference. To like be honest. to like just drive. Like yeah, like remember when her husband drive. like crashed into that lady like two months ago in his own Range Rover? Yeah, they always have Range Rovers or Land yeah. Rovers. I'm not sure. I just said that. I know, but I wanted to reiterate. I didn't want to say the wrong thing and have, like, the real heads come at me. The real Range Rover heads? Yeah. Like who? Like mom's friend Lori? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And who else? Mom? I don't know. Like, Post Malone, maybe. Yeah, he lives in Utah, as we all know. Yeah, we know, with Carl Malone. Because he thinks that's some cowboy shit that you can have an open gun here. Ew, he's disgusting. That makes me nervous that you can have a gun here. I guess you yeah, can have a gun Claire, anywhere. Did you know where you were moving? No, I know, I know, I know. You gotta keep it in mind, bro. I know. I know. <sighs> what should I eat for dinner now that I have this holla? Um, I just ate so much bread. I'm so gross. I just tried for like the 19th time to make those Allison Roman cookies called like tiny salty yeah. chocolate cookies. They never work. I like don't believe that anyone's ever had them work. Like Cassie Nespo's done. She's like such a good cook and she, I've seen her fail at them twice. There, I've seen Is it like is there too much it. butter in the You've seen hashtags of people failing at those cookies? Yeah. <laughs> specifically the tiny chocolate salty ones yeah I've never made them right and I tried again I made them so small and again I just had like a parchment a piece of parchment that had like chocolate leather on it yeah Fuck. yeah I think it, I have gamers like... thumb also when you play too much games oh my god <laughs> you're crazy yeah I know I'm cu- I'm cuckoo you're cuckoo I did eat some of the batter though, even though the cookies were a failure. Um, yeah, the batter was probably really good. That can't be good for the Corona heads. No, I just drank a Corona. You did? I did. As a real f you to the man. Yeah, President, protest. President Cheeto. No, it's because I want to be just like Ashley Darby. 
Oh, yeah. She's always drinking a Corona. Yeah. And remember Candy asked, was like, are we having a baby or are we having a Corona? I mean, what's it going to be? It's like, you're, I'm so confused. I know that this happened like a year ago and like, you're allowed to drink alcohol when you're trying to have a baby. I know. I, I've never even like heard that you're not supposed to have alcohol at all. I know because like some people don't do it on purpose and they drink alcohol. Yeah. Like a lot of babies are conceived when you're drunk. Yeah, like the movie Knocked Up. Never heard of it. I was thinking about it yesterday a lot. Because Judd Apatow ruined Katherine Heigl? Yeah. Oh, Katherine Heigl is another Utah resident. Oh, yeah. But we (laughs) heard some slander against her. Yeah, do not adopt from her pet shelter because she was mean to our horseback riding instructor. Yeah, but we don't want to have people not adopt the dogs. No, we need to have the dogs adopted. Yeah. Just because you don't like the person who runs the shelter doesn't mean that those dogs aren't in need of a loving home. Exactly, Claire. You really came around on that one. Well, listen, I feel bad. I Maybe Catherine Heigl like, doesn't have a good personality. Yeah. But I do feel that if she just spoke her truth to power and Judd Apatow ruined her. Yeah. I don't know. Should I get lip injections? Um, yeah. I do need to get going. Before you leave, let's huddle up and let's have a little prayer. 